Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi guys, good morning, good afternoon. It's Game Changer Salescast. I am David Villa, and it is February 6th. First Game Changer Salescast in the month of February. And what a great show last week. We had Grant Cardone on, and I thought we had a great, great response, great feedback. So we're going to talk today on how to own the phone. We're going to talk a little bit about why salespeople hate making cold calls. And in just a minute, we're going to be bringing on Becky Farias, and she is in uh, Timeshare sales and she is in the top one percent um in the nation and look you got to understand when you have when you have a, a an industry or a genre of sales such as timeshare and you have somebody who's in the top one percent you're talking to a true game changer so i'm looking forward to picking her brain and giving her the platform to express to you what makes her so successful and uh we're going to talk to her in a minute but let's talk a little bit about how to own the phone do you know that 92 percent? listen you want to understand even in a day and age when we talk a lot about social selling and i get it look you know um we do a lot of business on twitter a lot on facebook you're watching this possibly on facebook live right now and i linkedin you know close to six thousand followers and i interact a lot on LinkedIn, I believe in social selling, but in an era where social selling is probably given more attention than it deserves. And the reason I say that is, look, you can give it all the attention in the world, but we don't really give a lot of attention to the phone. And I think it's a, it's it's almost like a, a dying to some people breed to talk about, but it's living and it's living better than it's ever lived. And if you can own it, then you then you can then you can make more money than you can spend and you can become truly successful. Here's why. 92 percent. And I'm talking about customer interaction. I'm not talking about, you know, where somebody checks their news and where they're camping out. I get it. I wake up every morning. I'm on social media just like you are. But 92% of all customer interaction happens over the phone. And here's and here's another little tidbit. First of all, do you understand that's over 90% of customer interaction? And if you're selling a product or you're offering a product that is that is possibly a, a, a you know a higher ticketed price. I mean, I'm not ta- I'm talking like appliances, you know, cars, you know, stock portfolio, an, an IT service, you know, software sales. So it's not like they're just going to spend a dollar. Like I'm going to go online, I'm going to buy a shirt, you know, spend a hundred bucks, spend a couple hundred bucks. That's fine. E-commerce. I want it sent. I want the convenience. You know, I don't have a problem doing that. But if I'm going to buy something that's going to that's going to be a, a service that I'm going to sign up for for the whole year, I'm going to uh, you know buy a new car. You know, I'm going to buy a home. I'm going to you know, sign up for some sort of IT service or software sales, then if I'm going to spend that type of money, then I'm going to talk to that person. So 92% of all customer interaction takes place over the phone. But listen to this statistic, and this is why you need to own the phone. 85% of all customers report to being dissatisfied with their phone experiences. So if 90% plus 
all interactions happen over the phone. And 85% of customers say, hey, my, so, my phone experience sucked. It was bad. It wasn't good. Then you have got and I have got to get better over the phone. And, and, you know, there's types of calls, and we all know there's cold calls and warm calls and hot calls, and there's inbound calls and outbound calls that respond to a lead and so on and so forth. But let's talk about the truth. Let's look at the truth for the next five minutes before we bring Becky on of why people hate, okay, why they don't like cold calling. And I think that the number one reason is we're not prepared. We're not prepared for that call. What do you mean by that? Listen, no one wants to do a job that, that, that where they don't have the proper tools, the proper technology, and the proper training that they need to succeed. Nobody wants to do that. Everybody wants to be prepared. And if you have a lack of preparation or whether you own your own company and you don't do any training, you don't have any of the proper tools and you're just flying by the seat of your pants, or you work for an organization that's not willing to invest into the proper training tools and technology, then you're not going to be prepared. Therefore, you're going to shy away from cold calling because you're not going to be ready, right? The opposite, I think, is also true. So what will prepare us to succeed and build confidence is tools, training, technology, properly used, properly vetted, properly installed, properly there, right? Well, the opposite is true. A lack of proper tools, a lack of proper technology, and a lack of proper training will destroy confidence your confidence listen destroy something you can't build it and put it back together you destroyed it right you break it you can put it back together again you destroy it you destroy it so something that destroys your confidence destroys it dismantles it takes it apart puts it down right is having the lack of proper tools technology and training for cold calling it boils down to a couple of key factors do you have a written script look if you sound like you're reading a script, then that not, that's not what I said. If you sound like you're reading a script, then, you're gonna, you're, then, then that's not going to fly. Nobody wants to do business with somebody who sounds like they're reading a script. I was telling my uh, BDC here the other day, I was doing some training on phone, and I was telling them about my, my family, one of our favorite shows growing up, and still today, you know, we watch Friends. Remember the old show Friends, right? That's, that, you just don't get any like more of a feel-good show. Um. And, and so we're watching an episode of Friends where Phoebe, you know, goes and, and, and she goes to work for a call center. And, and, and uh, Jason Alexander, this is a time when Steinfeld was on as well. He plays this office manager that's, I guess, having a bad time in life and he's going to kill himself. So she didn't know this and she cold calls trying to sell toner, ink and toner, right? And uh, Jason Alexander answers the phone. This is office manager, you know, and he's, he's got his few hairs on his head, you know, all shuffled. You know how he has a disheveled look, and that's his, that's his character, and he's, his tie's all loosened up, and he's all, like, his hands and his, his head's in his hand. And she's like, hey, you know, do you want to buy some toner? And he goes, no. And she said, why not? And she's got the script in front of her. And, and he says, because I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> and so she, she, like, goes through the script, you know, and she's like, not knowing what to do. You know, she's, she's not even really been trained properly. She don't have the proper tools. She don't have any technology. She's flipping through and she's like, gets to the end and realizes that she doesn't have a written rebuttal. And so she says, well, is that because you ran out of toner? And, it, and you know, my point is, is that, look, if you are, if you're so stuck to a script that, that, that you have to, that you have to look through it to answer somebody's getting ready to kill themselves line, right? Then you're in trouble. 
But it boils down to, do you have a written script? Not so you can read it, so you can internalize it. And then my second question would be, do you have a written script for objections? Do you know what you're going to hear? Do you know what you're going to hear when you, when you present something to your customer or to the prospect? And are you already prepared because you know your industry and you know their industry with what you're going to hear back? Do you have a written script for objections? Is a script something you can be proud to use? Meaning, do you believe it? I think if we don't have a script that we're proud to use, okay, again, not to read it verbatim, but to internalize it, not speak it from the knowledge of my head, but from the knowledge of my heart, right? It's coming from my, my passion place right here. Do you have a script that you can be proud to use? Does your script make you sound like a pro? Or does it, it you know, whose goal is clear, clearly to create value for your customer or does it make you sound like an amateur where you're maybe calling in from a credit card company or you're calling in like phoebe did where if i give you an objection or you hear an objection you're flipping through the the rustling of the papers looking for something because it's not here come on man that's what i'm talking about right lack of preparedness so we're going to talk to becky who in timeshare sales, you know, listen, I don't know, man. I mean, that's pretty tough. It's tough to do it anyway, right? Because everybody has that, 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 that stigma, right? That somebody's trying to get you into a room and they're, they're just trying to give that vacation away or they're trying to give that, that away so they can get you in a room and pitch you. Okay. So what do you say? What do you do to be prepared over the phone to get into not only succeed in timeshare sales, right? but to be in the top 1%. Look, if you're in sales, I don't care if you're selling, I don't care, man, if you're selling, you know, widgets and and blocks of wood, man, (laughs) I don't care what you're selling to get into the top 1%, the mind of the top 1% in, in, in any successful genre of sales. I want to know what they're doing, right? Well, you're not gonna have to wait much longer. In 60 seconds, we're gonna be back with Becky Farias. Don't go anywhere. This is Game Changer, and I'm Dave Villa, and this is a great day. All right, guys, we're back. I'm Dave Villa. You're listening to Game Changer Salescast, and we're going to jump right into our guest today. Honored to have her on. She is a beast when it comes to timeshare sales. I'm anxious to pick her brain. Becky Farias, she's joining us via phone today. Becky, thanks for joining us. I hope you're having a great Monday. Thank you so much for having me, Dave. I appreciate it. And you know what? What a great, great segue. First and foremost, I'm honored to be on your show, to be followed, uh, following Grant Cardone on the segment after his. And I don't know that if you knew this, but my timeshare sales today actually do it over the phone. So what an amazing show. Well, I f- yeah, absolutely. And uh, it's, it's actually our honor. And, you know, it's interesting um, you said that over the phone because, you know, we were talking and, and you were listening in the intro to one of the things that we as salespeople do or don't do to succeed or fail over the phone is to not prepare ourselves. I'll let you weigh in on that, but I kind of want to uh, mention another um, another reason I think that salespeople fail to uh, cold call properly. And so therefore, a lot of times we avoid it. And that is the lack of the ability to differentiate ourselves, you know, and what, what another perfect, I think, um, segue for what you do, because I, I, there's a lot of people that do it. And, you know, um, how important do you think it is for us to be able to, to separate ourselves from everyone else to, to declutter when, when, when selling over the phone? 
Oh my gosh, I mean, imagine how many calls or how many avoided calls you have every single day, right? Mm -hmm. So what do you do in order to be different? Um, sometimes it's just actually just doing the reverse engineering and imagining yourself as the person that's answering that call. How would you like, I mean, what would actually capture your interest if you were the one receiving that call? I mean, if you sounded the way that you sound right now, would you give yourself 30 seconds? Hmm. Would you give yourself five minutes? Would that's, you even give yourself 10 seconds? That's a, so that's a that's great something to think about. That's, that's a great way to look at it. I say that to my sales guys here because I'm, I'm, I'm the kind of owner that spends a lot of time in my sales room. Um, it, I mean, it's almost therapy for me because I, I, I love it. But you know what? I tell my, my crew all the time and, and those that I train, would you give yourself five minutes? Would you listen to yourself? And I think the key word there is, is, is authenticity. I mean, if you think about it, I mean, the people that get through to me, you know, aren't the people who have some slick, you know, pitch, like they're, they're trying to like, you know, bamboozle or trick me into something, you know, and I, and I don't want to, and I'd love if somebody's listening out there and you're in stock sales, you know, uh, because I get tons of those investment um, tries all the time. Um, and, and, you know, if you, if you do it differently, I'd love you to call and, and get on the show, but those seem to be some of the ones that I hate the most because they call up and they lie to my assistant or they call up and they, you know, they try to get me on the phone and, and they, they, they always act like, Hey, I haven't talked to you in a long time when they've never talked to me. And it's, there's no authenticity, you know, but I think that that's probably the biggest red flag when you're trying to separate yourself. Anyone can do that. Right. But, but not everyone can be authentic. And, and, and I bet if you're at the top, like you are, Becky, of your game, you, you pride yourself in being authentic, authentic, authentic and walking in authenticity. Absolutely. I mean, and just take into consideration the way that you should talk on the phone. Mm -hmm. It's exactly the same way that we are talking right now. You can feel the energy. You can feel that there is a connection, even though we have never even shook hands or talk to each other before. Mm -hmm. um, it's just a matter of allowing your natural personality of a amazing communicator, which if you are in sales, you have to breathe and believe in yourself enough, knowing that regardless what product you're selling, as long as it is ethical, mm -hmm. you can sell anything. And it's the same mindset. It does not make a difference of what it is. It's you are the product of what you're trying to convey. You, people are buying you all the time. So if you do have enough conviction, if you have personality, if you breathe and exude energy, who would not want to talk to you? Great, great point. I, I wholeheartedly agree with that. And let's look at another reason that we avoid cold calling or, and, and again, I don't think that anybody sets out to avoid it up front. You know, this call reluctance, we get over that as salespeople. And, but let's say somebody's done it. And I think when they begin to avoid it is when they don't see the success or they begin to see a lot of failure. So the inability to create value for the prospect. And, and I, I think that's actually a good, um, a good problem to have because it means that somebody can't sell snake oil, right? You have to believe in it, but to, to look at overcoming it, salespeople, succeed i believe when they create value for their prospects and customers and i think that that starts obviously with you know with a, a good product and and you know and good ethics but let's say those are there if if cold calling doesn't provide 
somebody, right, over the phone with the ability to create value, I don't think that we as salespeople feel like that our time is, is worthwhile. So speak to that and, and, and how important it is to really believe in what you're selling, believe that it's going to create value for your customers, so therefore it creates a confidence to, you know, to, to carry the call uh, to the place it needs to go to. Yeah, and, and, and you ca- you mentioned such a good point um, because I think that if you have been in sales long enough, you have experienced some highs and some lows. And the difficult portion is for you to know that, look, you still represent uh, an amazing product. You represent an amazing company. You The problem is that you have experienced some failure and now your confidence is shot. You talked a little bit about that. How do you gain that back? And I believe that because of the failure, because of the lack of gratification and just cold calling over and over and over again, it's almost, yes, you are probably going to start avoiding it because it's just human nature. It's just you're avoiding the pain of rejection, right? So how do you do that? Uh, One of the things that has worked for me in the past is listen to myself when I was hot or remind myself of, look, this is, this is what you were doing before. And this is just that little tweak that needs to be done in order to experience some success. Or even sometimes just uh, ask somebody to ride with you or listen to your calls or tag along while you're doing a call live just to, to be able to feed off of that second energy, uh, it's it's a great way to do it. And it's it's basically it's kind of like pulling that emergency alert and allowing yourself to say, you know what, you're not perfect. Yes, you are going to have certain periods of time in your career. I don't care how good or amazing you are. It's mm-hmm. going to happen to everybody. Absolutely. And it's just a way to allow yourself to Pick up yourself from out of that place and prepare yourself to success again. Yeah, I, I love that a lot. And you know what? So for those of you that are listening, I want to kind of circle back to something Becky just just pointed out. And it takes somebody, first of all, wanting to get better. Because, you know, not ever not everyone not everyone, if you're not wanting to get better, then you're not going to want to be critiqued, you know? So I think it, it, it re- we all have to realize that we can get better. And I love the fact that you're saying, hey, I want to listen to myself. Because let's say, and I tell my guys this too, and I, and I love it, Becky, um, and, and, I, and I'm starting to see why you're so successful. Because when you're over the phone, you have one sense. I mean, you, you, you can only hear them. So you're literally having to take that, that over the phone hearing that person and them hearing you and creating subsenses out of that. So every time when, when somebody begins to get into a slump or says, Hey, you know what? I, I I'm, I'm having a rough week or rough couple of days. Then I will say, go back and listen to yourself. Then go back and listen to the recordings that we've made that you have an archive of good days and find the difference because, you know, let's say we're having a bad day, you know, over the phone is, is such a, a, a delicate thing. If we're having a bad day outside of work and we carry that into work and there's, there's situations and things that we all go through as human beings, I, I think if you're trying to sell somebody something over the phone and they're getting, and you're in any type of competitive industry where that means somebody else is also trying to get a piece of their budget or their money, right? Their business, then who are they going to buy from? 
They're not going to know what you're going through. They may not know exactly that you are going through something, but whatever it is is going to put off a vibe, in my, in my experience, that's going to cause them to go possibly the other direction. And I think if we want to get better over the phone, listening to ourselves, having somebody that's a coach or a mentor that you've given permission to speak into your life is huge. And, and, and I love that. I love that. Um, let's talk for a second in the, in the last few minutes here about culture. Somebody is listening now, you know, that, that's saying, okay, you know, I am sold on the fact that I can take business to another level by really owning the phone. Go figure. We're in a social selling world, right? But the phone is one of the places I think where the most growth can take place in our sales environments because not a lot of people are really doing it. So savvy leaders know that the culture they create Okay, is essential to hiring and retaining top talent. So I think that, that, that they work to create a set of shared beliefs uh, uh, that, that really permeates through an organization. So I want to ask you, when people are listening right now and going, I want to create this inside environment and really begin to own the phone, how do they do this? How do they begin to build collaboration and support among their teams and people to move forward with a strong inside sales presence, in your opinion? In my opinion, and of course, you know, as in anyone in sales, if that person says that they are not competitive and they don't want to see themselves as number one, they're lying. <laughs> Everybody wants to be number one, hopefully. Right. Um, but if there is that collaboration of the feeling of team, we're here for each other. I know that I cannot help you make money, but I'm here to support you. And the energy that I am flowing, it's going to vibrate into your call. So if there's a an environment of everyone is excited and happy for each other and supportive um, and basically just looking for the goal for the team, but also the goal of the individual, sometimes, I mean, I don't know if you've noticed, but if the culture is so amazing, maybe if me as a sales executive, I'm not having a good month. But towards the end of the month, my manager needs an extra $100,000 to meet his top level. Mm -hmm. Because I care so much for that individual, I'm going to do it for him. It's not even for me anymore. So it is the fact of working on something that is bigger than yourself and feeling as though you're part of something that is so positive that if you are that negative vibe, you almost feel like an outcast and you probably don't even want to be there. So you clean your environment just by having the right energy. Good stuff. Well, Becky, thank you so much for for hanging out with us today. And your Twitter handle is on the screen along with your photo. So how else can somebody reach out to you and connect if if they'd like to do so? If you'd like to connect with me, feel free to add me on Twitter or on my public Facebook page, Becky Farias. And uh, let me know how I can help you in the future, and I'll be happy to do so. Thank you so much for having me, Dave. No, outstanding. Thank you so much for coming on, Becky. Have a great week, and uh, thanks for hanging out with me. Thanks. Bye-bye. That was Becky Farias, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, listen, again, I can't emphasize. You go, well, Dave, I caught the tail end of it. Maybe you didn't hear me say she's in the top 1% of timeshare sales in the U.S., and she does it over the phone. So how to own the phone is what we were talking about. If you came in in the tail end of this, I suggest you go back and listen to this call because what we're doing here is we're, we're I believe that that if you can properly set up an inside sales team listen I know some dealerships that are doing some out-of-the-box things over the phone not just with a BDC 
not just with the internet department, but really going after it. And I'm going to be talking about this at Digital Dealer in April in Tampa, how to own the phones. And I'm going to be going into actionable, actionable steps to how to grow and put an inside sales department at your store. And so I'm, I'm big on this. If you, if you need someone to help you, Serial Sales Pro, our sales platform um, is available for you as an individual or a corporation. And uh, so go to Serial, that's with an S, salespro.com and check that out. Also, um, I'm available. Um, I'm, I'm already booked through April, but I'm available to come to your company available to do virtual life sales meetings and I can help you and our team here can help you set that up no matter what business you are and we specialize in sales but inside sales is a passion of mine ever since 2004 I went from outside in 1995 to 2004 and then started developing an inside sales department and then in 2006 I started developing a business development center um, that is, and we're 9,000 square feet here now so it's a passion of mine we set over I think 45,000 appointments in the in 2016 and um so we can help you but uh motivate inspire as we wrap this show up in the next few minutes i believe that that stellar okay stellar sales uh, inside sales leaders i believe that stellar inside sales leaders are very focused and and on motivating their teams to high levels of performance and if you're not then like Becky said, you know, I, I, I question your, your allegiance to sales because if you're not looking to get number one and to grow and to be better, then what are you doing, right? Uh, most, I believe, offer a compelling uh, compensation plan. If you don't, then you need to get that straight um, with, with quarterly spiffs and contests and benefits. But keeping your reps focused, listen to me, keeping your reps focused on a day-to-day basis is viewed as more important you can have all the spiffs and the contest, but the best people that I know aren't motivated by money. They're motivated by progress. They're motivated by growth. Yes, the money follows. My philosophy is this. If you are pursuing progress, if you're pursuing pouring into people, if you're pursuing growing people and, and pushing people to the next level, then money will chase you down. It will tackle you. It'll jump on top of you and hold you down, meaning that money will come. You can't pursue the money. You got to pursue the people, right? So I believe that, that keeping your reps focused, I do this, focusing them on day-to-day task, this is more important than anything else, is how the end results are achieved. You have to leverage the sales acceleration, training, and technology. You have all the technology, you bought it. Come on, you guys that are listening out there, you've gone out and you bought it all. You've gone out and you bought the training. If not, go to SerialSalesPro.com. You need to, but you bought the training. You bought the technology. Now you've got to leverage it. See, all of that thrown out to itself is no good. If you just got an inside sales team, but you don't have, you're not leveraging the people, it's going to fall apart and it's never going to reach its full potential. And you could be here today and gone tomorrow. I know friends of mine and friends of mine that run very successful companies. And one was talking to me recently where they had an inside sales team. But it just wasn't, it wasn't maybe attended to properly, maybe some of the wrong individuals, and they dismantled it. And, and, and so I'm going to tell you that it can be done, and it can be done powerfully. And it is the number one way to increase your business in 2017 in the sales side of things. I promise you, wait, tenfold of social, that of social selling. Tenfold. Because, it, because not as many people are doing it. Hear me. Not as many people are doing it. Why, Dave, is owning the phone such an important thing? Why? Because everyone has abandoned it. Why have they abandoned it? Not because, listen, they'll tell you in the social selling realms. Okay, and we, listen, we believe in social selling. 
I am doing more in social selling than 90% of the so-called digital companies out there that I know of that sell it. Let me say it again. Our company is doing more, more. I can teach them something. My guys here internally can teach them something. We're doing more with social selling. I'm not trying to ruffle feathers. I'm telling you, if you want to increase your sales, owning the phone is where it's at because it has thinned out. And everybody has one of these. And if you, it's hard to get them on the phone. I, I can tweet them. It's hard to get them on the phone. I can email them. Yeah, so can everyone else. What's hard to do is get them on the phone. But when you get them on the phone, guess what you just did? Guess what you just did? You become a Navy SEAL in sales. I'm serious. Listen, there's a thing called Hell Week. As we're wrapping it up here in the last 30 seconds. There's a thing called Hell Week in, in the Navy SEALs. And you know what? Everyone that goes in, 90% of them don't make it out. They got to make it through hell week. What I'm telling you is you get them on the phone in sales. It's the equivalent of going through hell week on Navy SEALs. You go and you get to the other side and you look around and 90% of your competitors are nowhere to be found. Why? Because they couldn't do what you did. So whose business is it? Whose money is it? Whose account is it? Yours. You want to grow? Don't look for the easy way. Go where nobody else is. Grow where no one else is growing. All right. Hey, next week, don't miss the show. It's another great one. Who do we have on next week? Just tell me real quick. We got, so I don't know who we have on. We're going to find out. But listen, next week, don't miss Game Changer Salescast. Same bat channel, same bat time, noon Eastern. You can watch it on SerialSalesPro.com. You can watch it on DavidVilla.me. And you can watch it right here on Facebook Live. Who? Chelsea Cross. Oh, you know who she is. She's a millennial expert. Chelsea Cross is on next week. You don't want to miss it. Chelsea Cross is a hammer. See you then. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.